In reality television, the people are represented by two separate but equally obsessed attorneys. This is their podcast. Hi, I'm Ceci. And I'm Angela. And this is the Bravo Docket. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, legal team. Welcome back to the Bravo Docket. Today's going to be one of our mini episodes, sort legal briefs, as we like to call it. And that means that it's not going to be over 30 minutes and we'll tackle a subject matter fairly quickly. So usually what we do in these is read a pleading or talk about something in the news, just not in the level of detail that we normally do. And we're going to aim to get these out again, hopefully weekly with one deep dive or two a month, just to provide everyone with more content. I know that's something that's been requested has been more consistent and frequent content. So we're going to try it by doing more of these mini episodes. Today, I am solo. Angela is busy working, kicking ass as a partner. And what I'm going to be talking about today is an update in the Beauty Lab and Laser lawsuit against Monica and her counterclaims against Beauty Lab and Laser. There have been two new major filings with additional evidence since we did the prior episode on this. So I'm excited to get into that. Before I get started on that, I do want to give a little life update. So as some of you might remember, I moved to LA for a new job down here. I started it back at the end of July. I have decided to leave that job and received an opportunity to work as a lawyer for some entertainment clients, which has always been my goal. I'm sure you guys can tell that I'm a huge pop culture lover, lover of all things entertainment and celebrities. So I feel very honored and blessed to have received this opportunity to mesh my passion with my work. And it's been a large part due to the work that we've done on the podcast. I could not have imagined that something I started as a fun hobby could turn into a career opportunity. So I feel incredibly blessed and so grateful. So we'll be starting that next week, which means I'm going to be busier, but we will try to keep giving you all the content that you love. So without further ado, let me set the stage of where we are right now. So in our last episode, we covered Beauty Lab and Laser's complaint against Monica 
And then Monica's answer, so her defenses to the claims in the complaint, and her own counterclaims against Beauty Lab and Laser. Beauty Lab and Laser's claims were claims for breach of contract and breach of the good faith and fair dealing. And then Monica filed her own counterclaims. Since then, Beauty Lab and Laser has filed a motion for summary judgment, including some evidence, and a motion to dismiss Monica's counterclaims. So both of those are dispositive motions and a dispositive motion seeks to end the case there. It just says the case should be ended because of XYZ. So motion to dismiss is based on the pleadings, which is the complaint and the response. And the motion for summary judgment is typically based on the filings to date and the evidence exchanged to date, which makes this rare is that there has not yet been discovery in this case. As a little refresher for our legal team, discovery is an exchange of documents. It can be an exchange of questions through interrogatories, an exchange of requests for admission, and most importantly, depositions. None of that has happened yet in this case. So by filing a motion for summary judgment, Beauty Lab and Laser is trying to get this case ended ASAP. They're trying to say, you know, there's no material fact out there that can change the fact that we are correct legally here. So the court should grant our claim, rule in our favor, and just not even let this go to trial because there's nothing Monica can provide via evidence to change this. It is a little rare in my experience for a plaintiff to be filing the motion for summary judgment. Usually in my experience, it's the defendant that files the motion for summary judgment. Essentially, Beauty Lab and Laser is foregoing a trial or saying we don't even need to get to trial. Let's not even exchange evidence here. You know, we think we're so in the right and the case right now rule in our favor. It's just an interesting, funky way to do it. So the motion for summary judgment was filed just as to their breach of contract claim. They're explaining that under the agreement, which was attached to the complaint or was attached to this motion this time, so I could go through and read it what the agreement actually said. It's saying under the agreement, Monica agreed to pay $2,449, $449 due up front, and the remaining $2,000 would be paid to BLL, so Beauty Lab and Laser over 10 months at $200 per month. In the counterclaim, Monica, so they're using the counterclaim here against Monica. They're saying, you know, she's admitted to these things. We don't even need to get into discovery. Look, she's already admitted that she didn't pay. That's enough. That's enough. She's she's admitting she breached the contract with us. That's it. Case closed. So it says Fowler admits that she did not pay any of the remaining $2,000. She asserts that she was excused from paying claiming that she received, quote, defective negligently given injections, which did not have the intended promised results, and that she paid for another party to fix the damage to her nose and lips. This is just summarizing what we covered in the first episode about this. In this case, Fowler made her initial disclosures on October 23rd, 2023. In her disclosures, she failed to produce any evidence showing that BLL's services were defective or negligent or that she received any treatment from any other provider to fix the damage. In fact, Fowler hasn't produced any documentation whatsoever in this case. Well, could it be because they haven't really gone all the way through discovery? I don't know. Like, it feels just a little early to be making these claims that she hasn't proven anything if there hasn't been an exchange of anything except initial disclosures, which initial disclosures typically, and I can only speak to this from a federal standpoint, I'm not sure what Utah specifically requires in an initial disclosure, but it typically... You, you exchange the names of people that have relevant information. If you had insurance, 
your claimed damages and the basis for those calculations, it's all pretty high level. And you're really not going to win a case based on what is in the initial disclosures. It's pretty threadbare. So, I mean, I'm not shocked that Monica didn't put her evidence in the initial disclosures, but Beauty Lab and Laser seems to be using those, some evidence that they already have themselves and what Monica put in her counterclaims against Monica to support their summary judgment motion. They continue and say that the reason she failed to produce evidence is because she not only received excellent services from Beauty Lab and Laser, but she publicly acknowledged and posted pictures of the services that were provided. There's no evidence that BLL did anything defective or wrongful. Instead, Monica constantly praises and compliments Beauty Lab and Laser for the services for a period of approximately six months. There's never been any complaint or any contention that anything went wrong until BLL sought collection of the amounts owing under the agreement. All right, so then they list out the facts here and they say it's the undisputed statement of facts and this is typical in a motion for summary judgment. They list out the date that the agreement was signed, what the agreement said. They write Reagan Brooks, who is a licensed PA and an expert in performing these services, was the technician who performed the services for Monica. She made no other payments under the agreements and on December 10th, after she received the services from Beauty Lab and Laser, she direct messaged a video showing off her lips to Brooks, so the injector, stating, quote, obsessed, you're amazed with hearts. And they have a screenshot in here. And there's like that little heart eye emoji with a video of Monica. Her lips look pretty good. And on December 13th, Fowler, so Monica, posted another picture of her face to Brooks with hearts stating, I mean, dot, 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 so good. And it's another photo. Her lips, again, look good, but I'm no doctor or injector. But I mean, facially, it looks good to me. What I'll do is I'll post these on our Patreon chat to discuss. If you don't know, there's a feature now on Patreon where you can chat sort of like Discord, but without the complicated Discord layout, which I don't understand. Then on December 17, Monica rescheduled an appointment for her nose to January 6 and stated the following. I had to reschedule my nose today because I was running so late. I'm so sad. Now it's Jan 6, first world problems over here. Cry, cry emoji, laugh with tears, laugh with tears emoji. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. On January 6th, Fowler posted applause emojis to Brooks. So essentially Monica reacted to one of the injector's stories with the clap emoji. On January 24, Monica posted a message to Brooks, again, boasting about her appearance, explaining that people who see her are wanting Brooks to do their lips too. So this is her DM to the injector. Had so many people message me after this pic about wanting to get lips with you now. February 18, 2020, Brooks mentioned Fowler in an Instagram story stating, fantastic lips. Fowler responded to Brooks stating, fantastic man behind them and reacted with a heart eye smiley face. On May 2nd, 2020, Monica sent another direct message to Brooks stating, can't wait to come see you again, exclamation, exclamation. And then they write, at no point prior to this lawsuit did Monica ever complain to the injector about any of the services she received from Beauty Lab and Laser. At no point has Beauty Lab and Laser ever agreed to any modification of the agreement or forgiven the amounts owing by Fowler. So then they get into what the standard is for summary judgment. It says under Utah rule of civil procedure 56A, it says the court shall grant summary judgment if the moving party, so here Beauty Lab and Laser is the moving party, shows that there is no genuine dispute as to any material fact 
and the moving party is entitled to judgment as a matter of law. To determine if there is a dispute of fact, it says to use an objective standard, whether reasonable jurors properly instructed would be able to come to only one conclusion or if they might come to different conclusions, thereby making summary judgment inappropriate. So that's the standard here. If a reasonable juror could not come out another way here, summary judgment should be granted in Beauty Lab and Laser's favor. If they could come to a different conclusion, summary judgment is not appropriate. Their argument is that there's no dispute here, that there was a binding agreement. There's no dispute that Beauty Lab and Laser provided the medical services to Monica, and there's no dispute that Monica did not pay the $2,000. They claim that her defense that she was excused from paying the remaining amount because her face was botched is baseless because of the DMs with the injector where she was praising the work done to her face. Then they go on to say, for argument's sake, let's say Monica's lips and nose were not done well. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's say she had an issue with them. They say, well, there is a provision in the agreement. She waived it. She signed this agreement and there's a provision that says, you know, you might not be happy with the services, but you still got to pay us. And it reads, you understand that the results are not guaranteed and individual results for any treatment cannot be predicted. And the effectiveness of your treatments may be greatly diminished by a number of factors beyond BLL's control. I agree to release BLL from any liability for any treatment results. So they're saying that she waived her right to sue. Summary judgment should therefore be granted in 
their favor. So exhibit one is the beauty lab tab agreement, and it's a financing agreement for the services provided. So yeah, last time when we recorded, Angela and I were like, well, what is the agreement? So it was a financing agreement to cover the entirety of the services she received. She paid $400 to set it up. She got the services. I think she paid a $49 like activation fee and then owed $2,000, which was the remaining balance. And they agreed to do it at $200 over 10 months. So when I was reading the DMs in my head just now, I was also thinking, how could they get these in here without authenticating them, which you can't rely on evidence without having a witness identify it and authenticate it, basically say that it is what it says to be and that it's authentic and not something that was created or made up because you know nowadays anyone could make up a dm in photoshop it's not that hard you could i mean not even photoshop you could probably just like crop it on your iphone's editing features it's really not that hard so i was like someone needs to authenticate it And someone did. So they have a declaration here by the injector. He writes that he has worked at Beauty Lab and Laser for seven years. And then he just repeats what was claimed in the motion. So I won't read through it, but it's basically corroborating that Monica posted on Instagram and DM'd him and that she seemed happy with her services. He ends it by saying, had Fowler had an issue with the injection, she had my contact information and I would have been happy to answer questions or assist her. That never happened. I am particularly concerned that Monica is now claiming that the services were defective as I was the one who provided the services. Her claims are not only patently false, but this also threatens to my personal reputation without any evidence or ever communicating any displeasure until after three years after I completed the procedure. And then the next exhibit is a full DM chat history between Monica and the injector. It is a lot longer than what was included in the actual motion. And I think what they're trying to show is that she never complained directly to him and instead was very positive throughout their communications and even complimentary of the services that he provided. So that was all a motion for summary judgment on behalf of their breach of contract claim against Monica. Beauty Lab and Laser also filed a motion to dismiss Monica's counterclaims against them. And they did it on two separate grounds. First, they did it on the statute of limitations, which they say is two years. So basically her claims are now too late to be filed. And the second reason they give is based on subject matter jurisdiction. They argue that in order to bring the claims, she was supposed to first obtain a certificate of compliance from the Division of Professional Licensing before filing an action against Beauty Lab and Laser. And that because she didn't do it, the court cannot hear her counterclaims. Then Monica's counsel filed a motion to allow time for discovery. And here they're arguing that the summary judgment motion in part is based on the argument that Monica hasn't been able to provide evidence of her botched job or that she had to have it fixed by another provider. And her counsel is arguing that they have tried to contact the other provider. So the one that presumably fixed her injections from Beauty Lab and Laser, 
but they haven't been able to obtain that discovery. So they're asking for additional time in order to obtain it before having to file their response to the summary judgment motion, which is due on December 1st. So just around the corner. Woo, they move really fast in this court because this summary judgment motion was filed on November 17. And so the response is due December 1st. That's pretty fast especially around the holidays, my goodness. Then in support of that motion for additional discovery, her counsel submitted a declaration and it says defendant's initial disclosures included the name of the provider that undertook remedial steps to correct the defective lip treatment provided by plaintiff. Defendant's counsel, so Monica's counsel, sent correspondence to the provider and exchanged email with it requesting copies of relevant documents. But I guess according to their motion, they haven't been able to get it. And they're saying they need time as well to see if they can get it through a subpoena instead of just, you know, by regular email. And they sent that email to the other provider on November 10, 2023. All right. So that's where we're at. So the next steps will be that Monica now needs to respond to both the motion for summary judgment and the motion to dismiss. So her counsel is going to have a lot on his plate, a lot around the holidays, to respond to. Things are heating up and we'll see what happens. Anyway, if you like this episode, go ahead and let us know. DM us. You can always leave us a review. Email us if you have any corrections or questions. We're happy to take them. And be sure to follow us on Instagram where we post little fun tidbits. Right now I'm doing a series on the Bravo Docket Society of attorneys and law degrees, and I'm honoring those who have obtained law degrees or become full practicing attorneys in the Bravo sphere. It's a fun little series. And then on Patreon, like I said, we have that chat going. We would just like to have some casual chat with our patrons. So check us out. All right. Thanks, legal team. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Bravo Docket is part of the ACAST Creator Network.